0: back with another episode of For Your Distraction. We had a little bit of technical difficulties trying to get this one off the ground. Take two, people. To Take two, yeah. So so if we're kind of... we're getting a little hokey with this one. Bear bear with <laughs> us. Bear with us. Adam! Scott, Adam. what's up? I mean,
1: you got, you got you your You guys tech. are awfully close.
0: You got your tech hat on today, huh? I, I have
2: to. I gotta keep an eye on this computer screen the whole time because... Audacity is a bitch.
0: Sometimes... You get what you pay for and it's free. Sometimes I wonder if if the Amish have the right idea. Of what? Listen, I am just not a tech... No zippers. I am not a techie person by any means. That's why, I mean, when we decided to start doing this podcast, I said, listen, I'll sit in front of a microphone and bullshit for an hour or so, but I'm... You're gonna do the computer. You gotta do the legwork. I love
2: technology. Okay, that's you know, yeah.
0: So hey, anyway, for those of you just listening to this podcast, the prodigal son has returned. Welcome our, back, our pop culture correspondent Brandon, who hasn't been with us the last couple weeks. He's been he's been jet setting. He's been <laughs> he's been doing the damn thing. He is back. I'm
1: back, and I'm here to stay. Uh, how are you guys? We are Uh, exhausted because... Never been better. (laughs) (laughs) If only this damn computer... Don't
2: blame my computer. It's not my computer's fault. My computer's fine. It's the software. Touchy, touchy. It's the software.
0: My computer's fine. Well, I'm going to introduce Ben again. We have a very special guest. Ben. Ben is with us. Ben, listen. He just talked for a really long time. He was great. And none of you heard this but us. But... Trust us when we tell you it, it was it was gold. But Ben is a guy he knows radio. Tell us about yourself again, Ben. Go ahead. Give us give well, us a rundown. Um,
3: graduate University of Akron, degree in broadcasting and radio and television uh, communications, uh, minor in political science, and just try to know as much about anything and everything. So I'm very try to you know I'm I'm a geek at heart. Well, you're welcome here
0: then. We're all geeks at heart, I think. He's a jack of all trades. So that's good because that's kind of where we go with this show. Yeah. I mean, we center around pop culture, but we, we're all what is pop culture really? We touch the important issues. What is pop culture really? I mean, bit it's, of any, it's anything, really. A little bit of everything, so. yeah. So, anyway, we're going to introduce the beer of the show. And man, did I pull a quick one. What we do for the beer of the show. <laughs> You if, if you're first listening, we bring a beer in, and usually we go with a craft beer or a micro-brew, things of that nature. Right. You know, something real underground, and I just completely changed the game. I switched it up, because the beer of the show you need us. is Pabst Blue Ribbon. PBR, a very common beer, and the reason I chose this for the beer of the show is because in an earlier podcast, Adam told the story about the first time he ever had PBR. And it goes a little bit like this. If you, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you allow me. If go allow ahead, go me. ahead. So Adam is about five or six years younger than I am. So when I was in college, he was in high school. Yes. And... Everybody knows when you're in college, you're on a budget, you want to drink beer, but you don't have a lot of money to spend. So as far as cheap beers go, everybody knows them. My favorite, I call it a cheap beer because it will say inexpensive compared to some other things, was PBR. And back then... It was not a hipster beer. I'm, I'm a little angry that the hipsters have taken over
1: this beer. It was a grandpa beer. You pretty much was, have to have a mustache now if you want to drink this beer.
0: Yeah, a beard and flannel, yeah. ride a bicycle to work. Yeah. It <laughs> uh, describes one person we know very well. <laughs> <laughs> but I like PBR. So the story goes like this. I had a party at my house, and there was lots of PBR flowing. Adam had drank before,
4: Flowing. but he
0: had never been drunk. Well, he was drunk that night. Oh, the first time I. he ever got drunk was at the hands of myself with PBR. The worst beer I've ever tasted. Best. And he said in the other podcast that that was the first and last time he had it. And I want him to give it another chance because it's it, I like it. As I said it.
2: before... Beer is an acquired taste for anybody who's never had beer before, the first time have it. Most of the time, you're not going to like it the first time. Certain people do, some people don't. I didn't like beer for the most part the first time, so I had to acquire the taste. I
0: can drink PBR now, I still don't rank PBR that high. Well, I like it. I drink mainly craft beers now, but when I want to revisit and get nostalgic and think about my like college years,
1: PBR is the way to go. And like,
0: Brandon, it, it, it has been, the hipsters took it over.
1: Yeah, But I mean, I, I've been to plenty of parties in college. It's the beer pong beer. Mm-hmm. It goes down it. easy. Yeah.
0: You can drink a lot of it. That's for sure.
1: Um, after a workout, you need to hydrate, grab PBR. <laughs> it's a lot of water in it. And and one
0: of my favorite sayings is uh, how Coors Light has the, the mountains on their can. And when they turn blue, that means it's ready to drink. When the ribbon on PBR is blue, that means it's ready to drink. PBR me, ASAP. We're going to go ahead and rate the beer. Uh, Now bear in mind, we like we said, we had technical difficulties,
2: so we've kind of already rated it. Yeah. So we're going to be probably real quick in this segment (laughs) because we already know what we're going to rate it. So why don't we start giving Brandon, why don't you go first?
1: To me, PBR is the tuxedo t-shirt of beers. I'm going to give it a 3 out of, I'm going to give it a 2.5. Out of five on taste, but I'm gonna give it the extra half point just off nostalgia. So to it's, get it's three. a three, three out of five. A for three brand. out of five for brand. It, it's really watery, but it's it's beer.
0: All right, Ben, how about you? It's what? vanilla beer.
3: The best cheap beer money can buy. So I think so. <laughs> it's a three out of five. Nectar of the gods. <laughs>
0: okay, I oh, I love it. I do. It holds a special place in my heart. But I'm going to give it a two point five. Out of five, just because it's very light, very watery, very inexpensive, which is a good thing. But like I said, I've I've developed the taste for, you know, the micro brews. So Adam, I'm curious to know, <laughs> has has PBR regained your good graces, or uh, is it still in the cellar? It, it's it's it's
2: down there at the cellar at the bottom of the boxes. Uh, you know, we should have. It's the emergency beer for whenever you have nothing <laughs> else. Hey, no. Emergency beer. <laughs> so... Hey, I always
3: keep a PBR in my. Uh... First aid kit. So
4: that's right. Got I, to make sure you crack uh, that
0: bad boy open.
3: Cracker.
0: E.R. day keeps the doctor mess. away. I picture like a Saint Bernard. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's stuck in a cave in or an avalanche.
1: Hey, and, um, right. We're gonna get this, you out.
0: This'll
3: hold you over till
0: then. Thank this, God it's
3: PBR. Our <laughs> listeners are about to listen to an award-winning performance show, and we're gonna be drinking an award-winning beverage. That's
0: right. That's right. It isn't. A, they don't just give blue ribbons out to any old schmuck. Unless you're in Brandon's no. sign. Right? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: I, I think we need to have another cheapo beer. In yeah. the future, and I think we need to open it up with a shotgun to start the show. Well, let's do it for, for nostalgia to the college do Fine, I'm, I'm game.
3: It's it. just shotgun of PBR.
0: <laughs> I'm game. Did, did you did you rate it, Adam?
2: Uh it's a two.
1: <laughs> it's a two. <laughs> it's a two. It's a solid two. A solid solid two. two. We're gonna get Adam fucked. Well, up. PBR
2: number two. PBR, PBR. Thank PBR, you guys.
0: Down. Thank you guys for for holding down the basement for us. We love you. You'll you always you'll always be we'll always have college we'll always have we'll always hey. have parents. see it gives
3: what hipsters for at least keeping pbr relevant. In the, in relevant
0: see i didn't drink
2: pbr in college i didn't it's a cheap beer but i didn't really drink it in I, college i drank more miller lite I mean, pbr was always
1: there in the background it was that it was that... yeah it was
2: miller lite most of the time but i didn't really see a can of pbr
0: anytime i was in college oh man i
1: was pbr
3: I
0: was pbr i had too. to drink
3: pbr because most people are drinking natural light <sighs>
0: Yeah, we we Woo! Did, people did natty, people did beast, people did, beast did stone. I mean when you but, get a natty pack, thirty pack for five bucks <laughs> something, yeah. that. you get what you pay for. You get what you pay I for. imagine
2: this is the beer that you drink when you're already drunk. When it doesn't matter after that it's point. That's me, what I imagine. You
0: know what? Because
2: here's the thing, here's the thing, you, but wait, basically what it is, is you drink the good stuff to start out with, then when you're drunk and your taste buds
0: don't give a shit anymore, feel, you drink the rest of it. Not, but like I'm rubbing doing,
1: alcohol, all of it. If I'm doing yard work outside in the hot day, mowing the lawn, I want a PBR. That's the second time he brought up a yard work beer in a, in a podcast. I like it. I, no, I agree. You know what I, I mean, I totally agree. Sitting you're not, not going to
0: drink, like, a stout or something? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But here, here's, here's my next question. and This will lead into a segue here, Adam. <laughs> Would you guys drink this beer and then operate a vehicle? No. No, because you don't... Wait, you, one? You,
2: <laughs> well, how many what are we talking about? How many are we
0: talking? <laughs> I mean... Like it's one I'll drink pack? a
1: can and it's like a bottle of water,
0: really. No, yeah, several. Yeah. Several. To the point, okay, point where you feel
1: inebriated. Are we talking like beers or PBR? I'm talking drunk driving. Okay. How do we feel about drunk driving? Okay, I thought we were trying to put on a number of. I want to talk about drunk driving,
0: and and it leads me into a story. Okay. Uh, Drunk driving to me is the worst. I I I don't like drunk driving, but there was one. It has to be done. There was one time in my life, only once, that I drunk drove a car, and I'd like to share that story with everyone, if you'll allow me. So we're gonna go back in time, back to 2004. I had just finished high school, and I moved to Knoxville, Tennessee, Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Um, I was taking some classes down there, mainly working. I have family that live down there. It was it was a neat experience. Um, yeah, a year was long enough to be down there. So I worked at a establishment. It was, it was a restaurant slash bar. Really met a lot of good people. You know, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. And there was this gentleman. He was a bartender there. Really, really freaking cool dude. His name was Charles. Charles was quite a bit older than I was. Oh, and old then Chuck. Let me tell you about Charles, okay? Six foot four, black man, dreadlocks... And I mean, this guy was this guy like
1: look. Wait, like, wait! That <laughs> sounded really bad. When you said Charles, I kept hoping he was going to describe Charles Xavier. But like, you it's said Charles, and, and you up. said
2: big black man, and I just hear Brandon go, "Oh, like he has a good memory of a big black man named Charles or something." Well, I don't know about all
0: that, but, but that's a story for another. Charles time. was an African American gentleman who had who had like the shorter dreadlocks, like the Wiz Khalifa ones, not like Bob Marley ones, and he. Really funny guy. He was enormous, like ripped Diesel guy. And and why I liked him so much, he was a smooth sailor. He was a smooth pimp. He'd be he'd be bartending, and he would take girls home every night. He'd be making. Them, I'm like this guy. So he's a tr- childhood hero here. This of yours. guy. Well, let, let me finish the story. This a guy's a pimp. He was he was totally totally, and he was not okay when she met up with Charles, and also. I'm a huge hockey fan. Love NHL. So did Charles. Huge, huge hockey fan. He loved the Nashville Predators. I'm a big Pittsburgh Penguin fan. And he had, like, he split season tickets with somebody. He went to Nashville Predator games all the time. He said, come with me. We'll go to the game. We'll pick up chicks. It'll be awesome. I'm like, dude, pick up chicks with Charles. That's like, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. So then there's a one night I'm hanging out with some people. There was a couple kids from Pittsburgh that worked there too that moved to Tennessee to go to University of Tennessee. Really cool guys. I was probably 19, 20 years old at the time. I was not old enough to drink. But everybody who worked at this restaurant, we were going to go out to this bowling alley that was also a double as a bar. Everybody else was at least 21, except for me. I was not working. Everybody else was working. As soon as they got off, we were going to go. Well, I was not going to be able to drink there, so I wasn't going to have fun. Charles says to me, hey, come on over to my place, and you can pregame, so you'll get wasted, so you can go there and have a good time, not to worry about drinking. I'm like, that's awesome. Where do you... He gives me direction to his house. And let me tell you, Knoxville's a pretty decent-sized city. And he lived in the ghetto. It was the hood. <laughs> and I'm driving to this guy's apartment. And I'm like, oh, I'm scared for my life. Park this car. I get inside. I'm like, oh, I'm freaking insane. So Charles, real cool dude. We're hanging out. We watched the movie Cabin Fever, Eli Roth. Terrible, terrible movie. I did not like it one bit. But I think I associate it with, with yeah. what's going to happen yeah. next. <laughs> so... He's make, I'm drinking like screwdrivers and like all kinds of mixed drinks. He's a bartender, man. He's making all. I don't. I don't know what's going on. And I'm <laughs> to the point where I'm out of my mind, drunk, uh-huh. wasted out, and it's time to go to the bowling alley bar. So I get in the car of Charles. He's driving his car. I'm sitting in the passenger seat, and we're, we're. It's not that far away from where he lives. And as we're going there, Charles then puts his hand on my knee. <laughs> And he says, Scott, I'm bisexual, and I like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. How does that make you feel? And the whole <laughs> world is just spinning for me, like, as fast as it's ever spun. Wait, and you're on. driving right now? I'm, I'm in the passenger seat. Okay. I am not. There was no way I could drive at this point. But I'm like, what is going on? What do I do? Oh, my God. What do I do? <laughs> like, and, and, like, I was... Didn't oh, so I, I tell what comes out of my mouth is says, Well, I'm incredibly straight. That's the phrase that I said to him. He goes, Oh, you've you've never been curious? And I was like, Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, not curious. So, needless to say, awkward car ride. We get to the we get to this bar, the two kids I knew from Pittsburgh were over in the corner, I hustle over to them. I'm like, You guys aren't gonna believe what just happened. I tell them the whole story, I'm like, Yeah, dude. We knew he was that way. Pretty sure everybody knew he was that way. Like, you were hanging out with him. We thought you were, like, down with it or whatever. I'm like, no! No! I'm not down with it. Like, what what the hell's going on? I can see where they got that. So, yeah, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> nice. But as the night progresses, I kind of steered clear of Charles. Meanwhile, my car parked at his house. Oh, boy. I have to ride home with this dude to get my vehicle. And I, I'm just, I'm terrified at this point. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, like I just, I, I'm from freaking Mercer County, Pennsylvania. Tiny little town. Went, moved into a big city. Like, I'm, I'm not accustomed to this kind of stuff. Like, I'm out of my league here. <laughs> the time comes where I have to get in the car with Charles. I'm silent the ride back to his apartment. Completely still Obliterated out of my mind. Like can't even see straight. Like I don't know if he slipped me a a Cosby roofie or something. (laughs) But
1: it was it it
0: was it was an interesting time. Cosby cocktail. We pull into the apartment for days. We pull into the apartment complex. He he says to me, he's like, you know, hey, if you're too drunk to drive home, you can just crash here. My response is, nope, I'm good, I'm good. Take a
1: little nap. So
0: I stumble to my vehicle. And I have no idea where I am. I'm hammered out of my mind. I don't know how I'm alive today, guys. Because I I, I made it home. <laughs> I was I was not raped. <laughs> I did not wreck my car. And everything worked out for the best. But it was always awkward between Charles and myself from that have point on. Have you contacted him since? I have not
1: spoken to Charles. Have you Facebooked him or...
0: I don't even know Charles' last name, man.
1: I, I, I want to see a picture of this guy. No. I
0: mean, he was. Oh, I was blindsided by this news. I was just, you know, He's got a a young, team naive. Somewhere now, I mean, I was the one that got away. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. I was the one that got away. You, so, you got Scotty Voodoo dolls as much <laughs> as much as I dislike drunk driving. Do you guys think it was necessary in the and for me to, to do that? Or? What, what year was this? 2004. There was no Uber. Okay. Well, no, no,
1: no. no, I'm just saying, should you have? I mean, you were young. You really didn't know. You were freaked out. You were drunk. I don't know. You probably really didn't have anything to worry about. It wasn't like he was going to rape you or anything. No. no. Unless your
2: life was physically in danger, I think no, it wasn't necessary. No, I was. So I, mean, I, I don't blame you. I'm, I just, I don't think it's. I probably would have probably done the same fucking thing because I wasn't gonna. I would have stayed there. I. Say I I
0: would (laughs) have. Now, now I might have. I, I, I at said the time, time you're thinking, this yeah. is ten
1: years ago, completely yeah, it different was, culture. It ten was years a ago. long
0: time ago. I just, man, it was uh, it was a fun story. I wanted to share that with you guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what Charles is doing nowadays, but Charles, if you're well, out there, well, this
1: uh, this PBR is for Charles.
0: Yes, tap one out to Charles. So,
1: <laughs> moving on, Brandon. You seen well, any good movies lately you mentioned eli roth cabin fever yes i did uh i recently saw eli roth's new movie the green inferno oh i had been waiting for this movie for a few years it was supposed to come out last year and i'd been already waiting a year for it and it was delayed indefinitely because of some advertising issues one of the backer companies went under so it was just in like a legal limbo for a while um the movie is a... Um, it, with an Eli Roth movie, you know you're getting a B-movie horror film. Like Cabin Fever is kind of corny, but it's got some gross-out stuff in it. has some jump scares. has some comedy, even. Um, Green Inferno is about these college kids who travel to Peru to protest uh, big corporate uh, companies tearing down the jungles. They're going to go there and protest. Well, long story short, a uh, plane crashes and they're attacked by a cannibal, indigenous cannibal tribe. And oh, that movie. It is frightening. I really love the movie. Um, I don't really have much to say bad about it. I mean, if you're going into expecting Oscar material, you're going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to know what you're getting yourself into. Um, it does have some really good acting, has some great gore, has some good scares. Um, I was going to see The Martian but oh, I, didn't, I want to see this so see, badly. I didn't feel like it needed a review because I think everybody in the world knows it's a great movie. If a great some, book. Yeah. If there's some people that are on the fence about The Green Inferno, please go see it. The
2: thing about The Martian, uh, the book, I listened to the audiobook, the way it's read and the way it seems like it's written, even though it's a, it seems like a very suspenseful drama type thing, like a man alone on Mars stuck has to survive or is just going to die, the way it reads, it reads almost like a, like a lighthearted comedy. Yeah. Just, just the way well, that the kind way of get
1: he that talks from the trailer, where he's like, "I'm about to science the yeah. shit out of this." Yeah, and,
2: and that's <laughs> what I hope the movie is. That's what I hope the yeah. Matt Damon brings that same lighthearted hearted comment. There were so many instances in that book where his life was in danger, mm-hmm. and he was just constantly had a, like a, kind of a lightheartedness about it. Like, "Well, I'm gonna die now, I guess." You know, this is at,
1: this is the end for me. Yeah, we talked about Matt Damon on here before. I said he was like America's Golden Retriever. You did.
0: You called him America's Golden Retriever. That's how I feel I about really Matt, Damon. Matt Damon. I do yeah. too. I love him, but. Yeah, I mean, what's wrong with being a gold retriever? I love gold retrievers. Matt Damon.
1: Matt Listen, Damon. He, <laughs> America's greatest actor.
0: You know, he's one of the smartest people. He, You know his character from Good Will Hunting, where he came up as a genius? <laughs> he really... I, I watched this video where his mother, apparently she's she's a school teacher. yep. yep. And somebody was interviewing him and... Comparing what he does as an actor to what his mother does as a teacher. And basically arguing against teachers, like unions and yeah. pensions and things of that nature. And let me tell you, he souffled this reporter. Completely tore her apart with intelligent points. And she did not know what happened. Like, she expected him to be a... a, a just. Dumb actor out there and heard him, you know, get some sound yeah, on Fox News. Exactly. But he just totally ended her. He goes, mm-hmm. he goes, no. There's there's nothing comparable to acting. He's like, I act because I want to act. He's like, he's like, what about a teacher? He goes, teachers should be respected for what they do. You think they're doing it to have their summers off? Mm-hmm. You think they're putting up with this shit just because they get a crappy pension? He's like, no. He's like people teach because they want to teach. Yeah. Just like I act because I want to act. He's like so for you to say that teachers are greedy and money grubbing and don't work. He's like that is false. He's like people who teach want to teach.
1: I think that interview was done actually at like a teacher rally or did something. Did you did he you was, see was that? Was there. Interview? I saw the actual interview. It was a few years back. I loved it. I loved it. I loved, loved when it, yeah. actors or other famous people roast reporters. I, I back when the ad campaign was going on for uh. Age of Ultron, there was that one uh, Indian reporter who kept trying to instigate Robert Downey Jr. during an interview and kept bringing up his drug past. And he's like, Robert Downey Jr. is like, what the hell is this? And just like, he like called him out and just walked off the interview.
2: Mm-hmm. You know who was a big time drug addict, like living on the streets in the ghetto kind of drug addict before he became a movie star? Who? uh d- not Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Samuel Jackson. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, because you said Age of Ultron, that made me think of it. Like before, I guess I from what it. I heard, he before he became a movie star, before he started, he was in his first film, before he even acted. Like he was on the street, living, drug. He addict, was in a gang. I didn't like, know that. Like shooting himself about... up with heroin and shit like that. Like he was hardcore into it. Like mm. the kind of person you see just living on the streets.
1: Like Danny Trejo was in prison.
0: That is it. I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane.
3: <laughs> Tim Allen got a, before he was That's
1: right, yeah it wasn't I think drug smuggling yeah, he actually. A, he, was a, he was a drug smuggler yeah. before he before his home improvement. <laughs> he, he was a Morgan Freeman, I just remembered he was like in the Air Force before he was ever an actor.
0: You know, I heard a story. I don't know how true this is. I heard that uh Fred Rogers was in the Marine Corps and was like a sniper. Is that true?
1: Like Mr. Rogers? Yeah. I, yes, he I was, was just was. telling, was I was telling uh, Jackie about this the other night. Yeah, he, uh, he's covered in tattoos, too. Is that why he always wears long sleeves, yeah.
0: like sweaters and yeah.
1: stuff? He, That's he, pretty wild. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he was like crazy sniper, but he was like in the war and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I love Mr.
0: Rogers' neighborhood. I was yeah. a huge fan of that as a kid. Well,
1: dude.
2: Yeah. Wasn't uh, George Carlin in the Air Force? I think so. Yeah, he was
0: in the Air Force.
1: Oh. Um Ringo Starr voiced Thomas the Tank or the conductor on Thomas the Tank Engine.
3: So did George Carlin.
1: So did George Carlin. Yeah.
0: So did Alec Baldwin. Really? Yeah. They went through a lot of really good people. Yeah. It's awesome. And I saw a giant Thomas the Tank Engine on the flatbed semi truck driving down 80 the other day near Youngstown. I was like, "There's there goes Thomas." It was the craziest thing. I just, that was
1: the end of it because I flew past it. But I still can't stop thinking about Charles.
0: Charles, yeah. yeah. I hope he's listening. Charles in charge. Char- Charles in
2: charge. It was about to be in charge of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so.
1: Uh... Change the subject. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so, Ben, you're really into sports. You Absolutely. Do, you do, do you do a sports show? or what? You, I you did. did. Right now, I'm not. Um, okay. At
3: WZIP, I did a sports show for about three years uh, Sunday Sports Power Talk. Uh, covered a wide range of sports, not just limited to Northeast Ohio. Mm hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I'm your sports aficionado,
0: if you would like to say. I love sports, so, what? what's your favorite? What's your favorite of all the sports? Oh, my,
3: um, I grew up a hardcore baseball fan. Okay. Um, over the years, I'm not saying I'm falling out of love with baseball, um. America is,
0: though. Uh, no, I, I don't think no. so, I still love baseball. no.
3: It definitely was better on drugs, but
0: <laughs> what opinion.
3: isn't what isn't better on drugs,
2: let's uh, be honest. Listen, what do you guys think of this okay, you know, know, I'm gonna jump in this sports thing and it's it's unique for me because I'm not a big sports guy. But what do you think what do you think about this? And I was listening to the podcast and they suggested this. What if they had two leagues for every sport? One, the non-drug league, and the other one is like, you want to do drugs, take all the fucking drugs you How want. How much you want to
3: bet which one would get the better television ratings? And the one
2: that was drugged, all drugged up with these hulking behemoths just running down the field and football and stuff like that, just bashing into each other. Like, what do you guys think about that? Wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be really
3: cool? They tried it. It was the XFL.
2: It <laughs> the XFL, yeah. <laughs> I, they
0: uh-huh. just tried to bring... A version of the XFL to <laughs> to Youngstown and Niles. Oh, what happened with that? It was they were a team for like a week and then it went away. And I was I was sad to hear about that. Uh, did anybody know what happened with that? Or did the I heard the league just folded before it ever played one. Probably. It was it was in existence for one month.
1: Is, is there a league though? Like they they, they created
0: they... a brand new league okay. and the first season there was three teams. It wasn't XFL
1: style. So it's just it was, a round robin tournament.
0: It was pretty much just <laughs> like they wanted to make it. How Major League Baseball has such success with their minor league mm-hmm. baseball teams, the NFL doesn't have that. It's college and then NFL. Yeah. So they kind of wanted to come up with. Uh, you have like your crappy little semi-pro teams that parade around and stuff your like Canadian that. Canadian league. Canadian leagues, yeah. They wanted to make something. Here, like that. Mm -hmm. And they were where the Mahoning Valley Scrappers play. I mean, Corey, Corey Chris was on our show. He was talking, he covers them. They were going to play there. Mm -hmm. And it was exciting. It was like a good thing. It probably would have sucked. It was probably going to be like Ryan Leaf-style quarterbacks playing. But then it went away before ever playing one game. and. And if you guys
1: heard about that, but
0: I was I was kind of upset. I wanted I wanted to see it. To... Probably it's not
1: a big enough market for it.
0: I guess
2: not. So, but... did you tell me Corey started his own podcast? He did his uh, sports podcast. He did.
0: Yes, Corey started
2: his when? own podcast you after us he
0: this? after he was on our podcast. He hmm. he. I listened to his radio show yeah. uh, on Rookery Radio and on, on YSU's Campus Radio, hmm. and he plugged it. It was it's on SoundCloud.
1: He so pl- did he plug us? He, he, may have. Have. I, he may <laughs> he have he may gave him the
2: idea he should have
0: he may have a i don't know <laughs> I'd like to have Corey back again he was he was fun he was a good guy, so uh so you like baseball did you
3: absolutely say? uh you know covered the Indians uh oh, the past cool. few years, loved the tribe um Struggled this year, not going to make the playoffs. Did they get eliminated officially? They are mathematically eliminated. But that's the thing you know, you save your best baseball for the last two months of the season, you get too far behind. You know, there's no. Yeah. They got a very talented that's some and young the most team. Entertaining,
1: though, the end I of mean,
3: the
0: didn't. Was it Sports Illustrated picked them?
3: Sports Illustrated picked the Indians to win the World Series. Um, again, I, I but, didn't disagree. Hey, were, we had the best stats. There, there's going to be a team. They're, they're going to be in the thick of it again next year. I think a lot of people will come out and get on that bandwagon again. I picked the Indians to go to the World Series. I also picked the Nationals to go to the World Series. That's not going to happen. Um, picking baseball is one of the hardest things you could do. There's so many, so many factors that come into play. Uh, I picked the Rangers to come last in the West. Well, guess what? They just won the West. Um, who'd have thought that a Yankees team, no Derek Jeter, uh, is going to make the playoffs? with an Alex Rodriguez coming off a one-year suspension, and now Toshera's out. So baseball's funky like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I love about baseball is the unpredictability of the sport. Uh, Growing up in Northeast Ohio, I'm a diehard Browns fan. Cover the Browns. I feel that I'm in Pittsburgh country out here.
0: (laughs) Well, I I happen to be a huge Pittsburgh Everything (laughs) fan. I'm a Steelers fan, but I'm a Pirates fan. Good for you. The Pirates and Indians... Don't have a rivalry like Steelers and Browns. They, they play each other maybe one interleague series a
1: year. Just and that's cool. Good, though.
0: That's cool. I, I, I actually like the Indians. Believe it or not, I can pull for them because it doesn't affect my team. And, I mean, yeah. they're local enough. I I thought the Indians were going to be much better this year. But I was talking about my Pirates here, him hating the one-game playoff that has plagued us for now three years in a row. I love it. I love the one-game playoff. Game. No, um. play a series. Last year we had to play Baumgartner in the one game. Dude, he's a buzzsaw. One, any team can win one game with an
3: ace. Any team can win one game with an ace, but that's when you got to be at your best. Think about this. The ace sent out John Lester last year. Got shelled by Kansas City. I think both teams put up some really – they pitched both their aces in that playoff game last year, and I think they each put up like 10, 7 runs apiece, which is absolutely insane. I like the playoff game for the sole fact that you know who's going like, – it's those two teams. It's a one-game series. It's
0: do or die. I hate leave it all on the hate street. the one-game series. We gotta play the Cubs this year. What's the guy's name, Eric? Eric. You you should Chris. love that. You gotta play the Cubs. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> the, I'm a but, Pirates fan, I gotta be loving The Pirates beat the Cubs in a three, five, seven-game series. But in a one-game series, what's their what's their pitcher's name with the one twenty game Oh, Eric. I can't It comes out game. of no. Again, another... Ariero words, or yeah. something like that. It starts with an A. I forget the guy's name. But you got, you, what, Garrett, He's good. Garrett, I well, don't I want to Garrett, play him. Garrett, Cole. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. And Cole can win that. But it's going to be a really good game. You had to ask me right the now... The Pirates who I, who, have the second best record in all of baseball. Who, who, who do I think...
3: You know, I didn't catch the end of the Pirates game tonight. Um, not they sure. were down
0: 4 nothing last I heard. Okay. I didn't.
3: Um, if that game's in Wrigley, it's going to be tough. Not, we're not even going to sit here and say that uh, if that game's in Pittsburgh,
0: apparently going to lean towards the Pirates. It'll be a PNC. I, I don't see them it's, losing it's that. It's going to be a
3: fun game. Um, the National League itself is going to be really interesting, and so is the American League for that matter. Because you look at the best teams in the American League, who, who are you going to pick? Right. You know, I think Toronto's got the best roster in the American League. I would
0: have said the Royals a month ago. The Royals now, have the worst September. They're going exactly, in very cold. Exactly. That's why I, I would now lean toward the Blue Jays over the Royals just because they've been going they've been slumping. Um if, if Teixeira didn't get hurt, I'd look at that Yankee
3: lineup with yeah. Tanaka as a you know Tanaka and Pineda and I would say they'd have a chance, but with no Teixeira, they got no chance. Uh you go out West, I look at the Rangers roster and I'm still wondering why they're how they're there. Right.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, Jackie. I think the cat wants out. Thank you. That's apologize. That's, that's got the litter box. So <laughs> I'm sure, probably something like that. So, oh, man, uh, so Good times here
3: talking sports,
1: watching cats. So, yeah, that. yeah. Let me ask you guys a Phone question. Cats. Okay, go ahead. Do you guys like Ronda Rossi? Ronda Rossi?
0: I do, and I want I want to go there, <laughs> but I want to ask one more sports related thing before we switch. To Ronda Rousey, even though she is sports-related. About the Browns. Oh, yeah. Because I'm, I'm a Steelers fan. So, so um, b- being a Pirates fan, I had to struggle from 1993 until three seasons ago. And it was very hard to do. But I did it. I went to games every year. I, I love them. And the stuff that that front office did... Made me want to pull my hair out. till they finally got their shit together. Well, I came out with a list a
3: few years ago that was actually about the Pirates that showed you all the perennial all-stars that were playing on other teams that Pittsburgh had within a five-year span. Right. You know, you go all the way back to when Jason Bay was playing in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I love, I love Jay Bay, but just some bad choices. And that leads me into, into the Browns and the fact that you said you're diehard. Diehard. And I respect that. Um, well,
3: I'm a dire Cleveland fan, so okay. this is what I like to say. To you. You, you say you struggled as a Pirates fan, and I, I respect it. I respect anybody that, I with that, that struggles. Like I tell people in Chicago, like I tell people in Pittsburgh, like I tell people in any city in America, you've seen championships. The Cubs may not have won a World Series in 100 years, but you saw the Blackhawks win. The Pirates may not have won a World Series in X amount my of years, lifetime. but the Steelers have, what, five Super Bowls, six Super Bowls?
0: I've, in my lifetime, I've seen the Steelers win two Super Bowls. One Richard Mendenhall fumble away from winning a third. Don't get me started. And, and I've seen the Penguins win a Stanley Cup, which and, is awesome. You know, I'm from Cleveland. I haven't
3: seen a championship in my life.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, the last championship was 1964. Yeah. Cleveland Browns, Jim Brown. Uh, last World Series, 1948. The Cavs have two finals losses.
1: I think they'll win this year. Yeah, I mean they I, should. I mean, the, that, that's their best chance. Year, year three, when LeBron it's, did it's their
3: it's their best chance to win it. Nothing's guaranteed in sports, right. obviously. I mean, we don't know what if, if Kevin Love or Kyrie get hurt again. Yeah, God forbid.
1: I, th- I feel like we're going if LeBron James so much more. gets hurt. Yeah. So I'm has t- he ever though been like severely no, injured? No, yeah, exactly. But, but in
3: sports, nothing is ever good get- That's why they play the games. You know, right. you could sit every year and look at the rosters and say, you know, man, that that team can't be beat. let tell you Ohio State. You look at that roster; it's the best roster ever put together in the in NCAA. And I could hear those people in Miami. Oh no, what about my Hurricanes teams from? 2001, and all the... No. This is the best college football roster ever assembled, and they have not played up to their potential.
0: No, not at all. I'm surprised they're still number one the way they've been playing. It's because of how talented they are. And they are. People know. And they are. Absolutely. And sooner or later, they're going to
3: play the way they should be playing. With the Cleveland Browns, new coaches, new general managers, new owners, and the, the saying goes is, Change should bring about change. Not in Cleveland. The more things change, the more they stay mm-hmm. the same. I mean, we're about to go through another quarterback. I doubt Johnny Manziel will make it through this season. I don't think he will be part of this organization going forward. You know, our best player isn't even on the field. You know who the Browns' best player should it, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon.
0: Is he going to be the best player when he comes back after being away <sighs> from football for that for long? For about
3: two years? I
0: doubt it. I doubt it so, too. So
3: you know, Joe Thomas, Hall of Famer, he's nearing the end of his career. Uh, Alex Alex Mack, Mack won't be part of this team next year. I will put my stamp of that on. You know, he. I do not see Alex Mack back with the Cleveland Browns next year. Um, Joe they, Hayden. That's why they drafted Cameron. Joe Hayden's a stud. I. Joe Hayden is a stud when Joe Hayden wants to be a stud. Joe Hayden gets the Steelers. Let's what t- take a look at Joe Hayden going up against the Steelers. Um, One of the biggest thorns in his sides is the Steelers' number one receiver.
0: Antonio Brown?
3: Antonio Brown.
0: Well, he's a lot of everybody's Struggles
3: thorns. against Antonio Brown. Joe Hayden is very, very – I don't. I love him, but there's times he looks lazy, and it's just technique with him. The guy's skilled, but there's times where he doesn't look into it. The Browns' defense was supposed to be awesome this year. Well, they have not looked like – we can't get to the quarterback. We can't get to this. You know, I think it's going to be another year's, and I'm worried about the Cleveland Browns organization as a whole because I think they're going to go through another five-year building phase.
0: Can I say something? This is this is a good spot for me to interject. As a Steeler fan, and, and I might be in the minority for this, but and I had this conversation with Corey, and he, he respected me for saying, I want the Browns to be good, and let me explain why. Well, I want the Browns to be good. I want the Browns <laughs> to be good for competition-wise. For, for I obviously want my Steelers to win the Super Bowl every freaking year, but... I want the Browns to be good because think about the last 10 years, from like 2005 till now. Two of the best teams per every year have been the Steelers and the Ravens. Because those two teams beat the hell out of each other two, sometimes three times a year, absolute slobber knockers, playoff atmosphere games, I feel it has made them better for playoff runs. Steelers going to 3 Super Bowls winning 2 of them. The Ravens winning a Super Bowl, probably could have won more if they didn't have to play the Steelers another time in the playoffs. If the Browns or even the Bengals, yeah, the Bengals have a good record so far this year, but they're going to shit the bed cuz they're the Bengals. But if if the Browns and become come good again and that and they still look at the Steelers as their biggest rival, the Steelers don't see them that way. They don't. It's it honestly They win once every seven, eight games. We look at the Ravens as our biggest rival because it's a three-point overtime game no matter where we play. I want the Browns to be good again for another competitive game for the Steelers to be a road-tested team when you play in Cleveland. Does
3: that make sense? Well, yeah, and you know what the Browns, the problem with the Browns is they, they overthink sometimes. The... The formula to the NFL is not a very hard formula to figure out what it is. The Browns will not go anywhere unless they have a quarterback, even to the caliber of Andy Dalton. I would kill to have Andy Dalton as my quarterback on the Browns. Mm. Tony Romo I would love to have as my quarterback on the Cleveland Browns. Joe Flacco, it is not a formula that is hidden. It's right out there. Get a quarterback. The Cleveland Browns have drafted one quarterback in the top ten since 1999, and that was Tim Couch. Every other one came out in the in the 20s. Um, the Cleveland Browns have missed on, let's see, besides Joe Thomas, Joe Hayden, Alex Mack, on every other first-round pick since they've been back. You go Courtney Brown, big money, Gerard Warren. Uh, where's Brandon Edwards? Where's Kellen Winslow? Um, <laughs> you know, you just look around, and it's miss after miss after miss. Take a look at who they're, the, the quarterback, he's not going to be with the team next year. Heck, he's barely with the team now.
0: Would you say, and I don't want to go to two sports because I think Adam and Brandon are falling asleep here, but you got Brady Quinn, I mean Colt McCoy, Brandon Weeden, now Johnny Menzel. Oh, the list
3: goes on. We got a jersey hanging in town with all their names. going I've seen that. Them, right? I've
0: seen that. I've seen the picture. It makes me laugh. But the, but those four guys right there, I think all four of them had like when when the Browns drafted them. What goes through my mind is oh. He was good at Notre Dame. Oh, he was good at Texas. Oh, he was good at Oklahoma State. He was good at Texas A&M. What happens? Are they that bad? Do they
3: miss? There are things about being an NFL quarterback that you're not going to find an Andrew Luck every day. I'm not asking them to find an Andrew Luck. What I'm asking is to find an NFL caliber quarterback. Brady Quinn was probably the guy that had that NFL background. He came from Notre Dame, came from a pro style offense. Colt McCoy came from a spread offense. Brandon Weeden came from a spread offense. And that's the way college is going, I get it. Colt McCoy was also about five foot nothing. Johnny mm-hmm. Menzel was about five foot nothing. And I hey, jury's still out on Johnny. You know, Johnny has an arm. That's one thing that he has going for him, is he could hit that deep ball better than any Browns quarterback. Did that he I've give seen up of.
0: the Coke and Hookers? Because that's probably style I, number one. As all
3: <laughs> indications, Johnny give, gave up the Coke and Hookers okay, and good. the Floating Swans. <laughs> Um, I'm ruined for Johnny Uh, I don't understand why Josh McCown is starting I think it's baloney And anybody that tells you that the quarterback Doesn't matter in the NFL It's an ignorant statement Mm -hmm. to make Because it's the only thing that matters in the NFL
0: Could the Browns Put Ronda Rousey as their quarterback Because she can do no wrong, right Brandon? Ronda Rousey
3: If Ronda Rousey was their quarterback (laughs) I tell you what, there would be a different feeling About the Cleveland Browns
0: (laughs) Brandon, what do you want to tell us about Ronda we're Rousey? The most beautiful we'll, we'll, quarterback or, in the NFL. We will revisit that because I wanted to talk sports for a little bit, so
1: Well, let me ask you this. Do you like Roadhouse? Absolutely. With Uncle Pat, Patrick Swayze? Yes.
0: I used to tell everybody that Patrick Swayze was my uncle. I think I mentioned that <laughs> in
1: another podcast. When I first it's one of those things that kinda of sounds believable. <laughs> when
0: I when I first moved to Pittsburgh, a friend of mine, we were having the conversation, we're meeting all these new people. We need to, we need that thing that pops. We need we need to, you know, make some really good friends here. <laughs> we need to say, how about let's see. Um We make a
1: fantastical lie we could You could kind of have got of. away with that back then too. <laughs> so That's the best was, thing. Yes,
0: uh, yes, he was still alive. So I <laughs> rolled with this. And it was it was good, good for a long time. It's my uncle Pat, Pat Swayze. You know he and I said he's been to my hometown. Go watch the movie Tiger Warsaw. Hello.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's not my uncle. So you like Roadhouse though? I really do like Roadhouse. Yes. What if I told you they're making they're remaking Roadhouse starring Randy Rossi Do it. Replayed. Will Sam Elliott be in the movie with his mustache? I, I don't know. Okay. He, I saw him recently. He shaved that mustache. Bro. No. Uh, that was so weird. And, you know that show Justified. His mustache would have been perfect in like a cop shooter like that. No that was the most wasn't.
2: anticlimactic table slam I've ever
1: seen. I know you the <laughs> soft cloth on the, the table.
0: So Ronda Rousey in Roadhouse is it a reboot? Is it a sequel? Is we we it don't just know a
1: lot. We just know that she's going to be replacing Patrick Swayze's character. <laughs> interesting,
0: and... interesting. Well, she, she's pretty badass. I don't think anybody can beat her. I, I really like Could her she I... act.
3: That's what I'm worried about. Wasn't
0: she in Expendables 3, Adam, one of your favorite yeah. films? Yeah. And well, I think she was. But in nobody the... can act in nobody the Expendables movie. in Expendables I don't
1: think uh, well, well, Sylvester Stallone well, well. can open his mouth in those movies. No, he, he can't. Just moves she was an run. entourage. Yes, she, she was. She, made a yes, and she was And she was funny in that. Yeah. Well, she. And she's, she's... she's like one of the few good role models that girls can have.
0: Yeah, I I suppose to a point. I don't like violence. She's better than the
3: Kardashians. She
0: absolutely is. She's strong. She's a strong,
3: independent woman, and I think that's something that
0: I very, very much like. Ronda Rousey. I don't know too many people who don't. Floyd Mayweather. He might not (laughs) like her, but other than that, um, Floyd.
3: Floyd versus Ronda.
0: Who you taking? I mean, you you almost just... In a to, fight, like, in a fight, not a boxing match, in a pure fight. Could she catch him? Because he's going to be all over the place. I watched him versus <laughs>
1: Manny, and oh my God, I was... I busy. don't want to be on the side that's voting against the girl, so I have to go with the girl.
3: If it was a boxing match, give me Floyd. Give me Floyd in a boxing mm-hmm. match. In a fight, in a fisticuffs, kicking and screaming fight, give me Ronda Rousey. Adam, who you
0: got? Floyd, uh, Money, Mayweather, or Rowdy, Ronda Rousey? I... Uh, Come on, it's not that hard. I,
2: I go with Rousey,
0: I guess. Okay, everybody's Wait, I don't know Rousey. I love when
1: people rip on uh, Mayweather. They just bring up his reading capabilities. He can't read. Yeah, like I think like when she got back at him after he made some comments, she like wrote her reply down and like it's like, can you read this? Well, wow.
0: can he really not read? Is that, a, is he, that... he can't read? Really? Yeah,
1: but I the man like... can
3: box. Let's everyone no, likes really to rip. I like him. Everyone like likes him. to rip his him in boxing, but you. Brandon knows boxing. Yeah. He, you know, him and I actually, a couple months ago, is, were watching some Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali danced around the ring yeah. like nobody's and,
1: business. And, like, when UFC first started introducing boxers to uh, the UFC, I was so pumped for it. But they just can't, they can't, like, they can't withstand the UFC fights. No. They, well, it's, it's the grappling. It is. It is. But you know, they can deliver punches like a train. But, mm-hmm.
3: but everyone, like, gets on Floyd Style for boxing. And I'm like, isn't the goal of boxing is to hit your opponent more than he hits you? Yeah. Like, the score? Well, that's I know. What, that's what I, I
1: saw uh, you guys know that UFC fighter Big Country? Yeah. I, yeah. His name? I, yeah. I saw somebody was uh, touting around his statistic for that he has taken 157 critical blows to the head. I was like, that doesn't impress me that no. much. I'm like worried about him. <laughs> I'm worried about the man's well-being. bragging about him. He's like,
0: oh, okay. He's gonna like <laughs> Mike Webster or Junior <laughs> Seau himself in a couple of years. Yeah. That's,
3: like no good at all. I think boxing's on the downhill of as a sport. It,
1: it is, and you know, it's just not as popular anymore.
3: Um, but what? I can't, I can't fault Floyd for the way he fights. I mean,
2: it's Everyone, boxing it's a science. Their,
1: everyone's got their, it's an art. Yeah. everyone's got their own unique style of boxing. But still, I think people about, are
3: more to UFC now as opposed
2: to boxing. it is
1: because it's more violent. It's not as much art. There's.
3: You talk about that big country stat. Take a look at Ronda Rousey stat. I think she's only been in the ring and all her fights combined like 21 minutes in the octagon.
1: Yeah, absolutely
3: yeah. insane. Not even a half hour, and that woman's got paid
1: big bucks. Yeah, you know,
0: you know what? I just watched. I watched. I watched a movie just the other night.
1: Ali with Will Smith.
0: No, I've seen that. That's I a good love movie. that movie. I watched the movie Foxcatcher with Channing yes, Tatum. a good movie. I really liked it. I did not know that refresh, story. You,
1: refresh us. Okay, so.
0: And um, what's the guy? uh, The Hulk from Avengers. Lou no? No, the other Hulk. What's his name? What's Eric the no, 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 no! Not no. Edward Norton. Come on, <laughs> go through the
1: list here. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo, love him. I love. Mark he was in it.
0: He was in it. Um,
1: yeah. Channing Tatum.
0: Channing Tatum.
1: Steve, the, they,
0: Steve Carell. That's did the you, wrestling did you guys? movie. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. He's a wrestler. Steve Carell is this, like a creep. Is his, he's the ultimate reaper. DuPont. John DuPont. John DuPont, one of the multi billionaire And he starts this like wrestling club. And Channing Tatum, I can't think of their names. Schultz. Right now. Schultz, yes. Mark Schultz, Dave Schultz. They were. Olympic, Got it right here. They were Olympic, <laughs> thank you. They were Olympic wrestlers. Yeah. Olympic wrestlers. They, uh, he coerced them into coming and training at his mm-hmm. facility in Pennsylvania and to train for the next Olympics. And, he was just a really fucked up weird guy. And the whole... Like it,
1: sexual weird or just like... Yes and no. There were some
0: sexual elements, but... He wasn't
1: all there.
3: Like, you see his change through the movie. He just loses it.
0: Mark Schultz came out after the movie and said that's the one thing he didn't agree with. There was no homosexual yeah. like tendencies at all. The guy was just batshit crazy. Like, he... Like an he,
2: ultimate weirdo. Like, yeah, just, did you watch this movie? I didn't see the movie, but I know of it and I've heard a lot of stories about it. Anyway...
0: It's just, I don't want to give any spoilers away, because at the end, I was like... Cool fun fact,
3: you know who else trained there?
0: Kurt Kurt Angle. Angle. Kurt Angle was in the movie. Our American hero.
3: Kurt Angle. (laughs) 96
0: gold medalist, Atlanta, Georgia. Yes, he was. Kurt Angle was actually in the movie, not Kurt Angle himself. Yeah. A character playing Mm -hmm. Kurt Angle as a
1: young kid there, which I didn't know that... So... This guy, Steve Carell's character, mm-hmm. what was his background that made him qualified DuPont, to train these? The DuPont. What
0: was the company that they started? The, uh, DuPont chemical, Paint. DuPont, chemical, DuPont Chemicals. Like, like Jeff Gordon driving okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. a DuPont car.
1: yeah. And so he's, he was the heir of the DuPont Forge. what made him fortune? qualified to like, train these people? Nothing. nothing, nothing. nothing. He was Just a money. fan. Right here. Yeah. Right here. Yeah. Money. Um, money, money, money. His
3: family was really into, like, horses and mm-hmm. breeding horses and winning awards Race for that. horses. And he wanted... he. Fell in love with the sport of wrestling.
1: He was a true amateur so wrestling. So he thought fan. you could like raise wrestlers like horses. He much.
3: basically wanted to yeah. get away from horses and go into wrestlers. And basically, train the U- The U.S. national team trained at Foxcatcher. Mm-hmm. So if you were part of the U.S. national team, you trained at Foxcatcher Ranch. Mm-hmm. And they'd go off to the nationals, and then they train, and then what was it? Was it Mark that left, and then
0: he lived there. Yeah. Spoiler All alert, time. by the way, yeah. guys. Channing Tatum's character, Mark Schultz, lived. No, That's a true story. Yeah, you know what I, mean? <laughs> I mean, he lived there full time and had to like. John Dupont, Steve Carell's character, wanted to come off as like this great coach, you mm-hmm. know, a, a mentor to no, these young kids. No, knew nothing about wrestling, but knew nothing about the sport of wrestling, didn't. So he he was just really, really weird. And the he was time. in charge
1: of the training directly, or did he have no? He no, he wanted, take, he wanted to take. He wanted
0: to take. Credit for it, but he would bring in other people. That's good, at least. They really didn't train. Actually, they didn't do well in the next Olympics. Yeah,
3: his lead trainer was David Schultz, who was Mark Ruffalo's character. And they were training his brother, who was Channing Tatum, who was Mark Schultz, Mm
0: -hmm.
3: who was training on the ranch. and, um, And actually, something I think nothing happened is that David wasn't living on the ranch when Mark was actually there. He
0: moved in after Mark left. Right. Right. I think they had a very small portion where, where they overlapped. Overlapped. But, but Mark had a chip on his shoulder from his older brother Dave because he was like the greatest wrestler the in all the things. greatest wrestler. Yeah. And, and, and he didn't want to be in his shadow. Everybody considered him Dave's little brother. Yeah. So when Dave came to Fox Castle Ranch where he had been for over a year now, mm-hmm. he, he left. He ended up leaving. Plus, he knew at this point John DuPont wasn't was. He, a was, crazy no, he was losing person. There wasn't
1: like a boiling point though, like a big Confrontation between Dupont and the yes. brothers. Yes, the, the, or... the, the, well, at the end. basically was bringing his brother in. That yeah. was the
0: beginning of the end. Um, and in the
3: movie, it almost makes you believe that John Dupont resented um, Dave Schultz because he thought he chased Mark away. But it kind of gives off that. And I don't know if that's the way it goes. You know, it, it almost that's almost the way the movie made you to believe that. Because you don't really understand why he's so ticked off at the end of the movie and why he's just so angry.
0: Well, what what I got from it was during the movie, Mark Schultz, he, he used to pray to him around and he would give him like this thing to read. And Mark Schultz, like a parrot, would read whatever John DuPont wanted to. He would call him his mentor. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't. Mm-hmm. But he, he said he's like a father figure to me. He's been like my mentor. He wanted people to look at him that way. So well, then he he paid to have a documentary made about him, mm-hmm. and he wanted Dave Schultz interviewed to pretty much say the same thing. <laughs> he's he's like a father to me. He's been a mentor. Dave Schultz is like, I'm not saying that multiple not time true. Olympic gold medalist. Yes, yeah, so he's like he's like no, I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. And that was the point that I think he like he couldn't put him in his documentary, and mm-hmm. it was pretty much bullshit after that. <laughs> And, again, well, I don't want to give any spoilers away. Uh, outside of the Good movie.
1: Good movie. Go see it. Outside of the movie, uh, last Oscar season, there was a lot of talk. It was like, oh, Steve Carell is playing a completely different role. Great character. He did a D- great did he deserve job. Did, yes. did he deserve an Oscar? He didn't get the Oscar. I, I know he, he was didn't. Non- was he nominated? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he should, it, definitely it was, should have been nominated. It was on that whole, like, argument with Reese Witherspoon, too. She didn't wear makeup in this movie. Give her an Oscar. No, no, no. His, his character, wow, like... See the movie, look how great
3: of an actor... And look, look at Steve Carell and what he does Steve in cool. other just like films. just a great actor. And then look at general. what he did like. in Foxcatcher and you're like, wow, I didn't see him being able to
0: do that.
4: Hmm.
0: But yeah, I recommend it. It was a good movie. I didn't know what to expect going into it. Like I said, I didn't know that story. Mm-hmm. It was kind of before our time. It happened in the what, early eighties. Late 80s or
1: uh, 84 to 88. Yeah, so mid 80s. You know, other sports movie from that time that I want to see that came out recently? It's that uh, Formula One racing movie with Chris Hemsworth. I haven't seen that one either. It looked like it was going to be so good. Yes, that's true. story about these two racers who like always tried to push the bar with one another. Formula One drivers, yeah. Uh, Formula One racing is just uh, insane. It's so much more insane than NASCAR. Oh, yeah. Formula One's. I mean, you talk about these guys, they can they like smell the grass and stuff before they even come around corner it's like your reflexes have to be so fast for formula one
3: well racing in general i think it's a bad rap because you know watching it well is one crowd, thing. you know watching nascar yeah. but actually well, realizing what a, goes into it and okay. the
1: intricacies of driving it, it is that nascar is really weak though compared to formula one nascar you're in a circle Oh, yeah, well, it's Formula 1, you're on road tracks. Well, they do yeah. some road
3: tracks in NASCAR yeah. now. And think about also really boring and really long. And think about the kind of crowd I don't that NASCAR like it has. Either. I don't like it either. I'm no, not a fan. The, I can't watch it. The, the, the crowd. I, what I'm saying I is... I thought I
1: would hate all race car driving until I watched Formula 1. I was like, Formula I 1 is miss. just
3: so fast-paced. And the, I think their laps, they only do like 100-something. It's
1: like around the city sometimes. Yeah. It's the a city.
0: I asked Corey when we did the lightning round mm-hmm. if he thought NASCAR was a sport. He said no. And... I disagree. I, I think it's a sport. It, it it's is. a shitty sport, but nonetheless a sport.
3: It's a sport. There are so many intricacies that go into NASCAR. It, it's a, more that of a even, mental game that in that NASCAR, That even fans though. don't understand. It's a chess match with your car, with yeah. other cars. Um, you, you know, you could have the fastest car on the, the day before the race, carry it over, then you don't know what's going to happen when you stick out all those other 30-something cars out there. And then you got your pit bosses. When do you go in? When do you come out? It's definitely more of a mental game. And when you're sitting in that car, it's about a hundred something degrees in there. Yeah, but see, you're I trying can't, to figure out get all the stuff on the No, you, it, you I it's just it's I fall just, asleep to NASCAR. It's yeah. just too long.
2: But it's I respect too,
1: that.
3: Yeah. I respect too many
2: the, hell out of the drivers.
1: I'm a Mario Kart kid, I need three laps yeah. and I'm yeah, done. Yeah. Give me three laps and in, I'm done.
0: In the early two thousands, it was like the fastest growing sport in America. It's like two thousand one and two thousand three something happened I'll tell you what. it kind of fell off I think gas
3: prices went up the hillbillies got
0: all listen to gas prices went up and
3: they weren't and advertising went down so you lose advertisers you start losing people to follow your sport you can't get the product out there you can't bring people in you got some problems with gas prices going up you have no advertising can't afford gas so you're getting less sponsorship and you're getting less cars hockey dealt with a similar problem because hockey was about to explode in this country like to what nobody's ever seen before. But hockey has its own inter- internal problems where they want to go on strike. The warming where where <laughs> they want warming well, happens. Where they want no sp- right. to go on strike every three years in hockey. So you turn people away from that. They had a Hockey had a deal with NBC to put all hockey games on NBC. Now they're on versus. Because <laughs> of a stupid strike.
0: <laughs> yep. And I love hockey. I do. I played in college. It's, it's popular though. Soccer. Soccer can't get it, into the United States it can't because be on that it,
2: that it, you jumped that leap. it's advertising. Advertising. Soccer. I know, can't but here's advertise. the thing though.
1: America Americans that are into soccer, like go to bars to watch the European games. If you're a fan of soccer, you're gonna find a way to watch it. And I almost like that it's almost exclusively the rest of the world, not America. Dallas
0: Cowboys just jumped Manchester United and Real Madrid become the most expensive or most most lucrative franchise in any sports I thought that was interesting hmm. win one for the good guys I mean,
3: hey. well you know soccer I you Europeans take a look at baseball basket baseball and basketball they're both sort of international sports like soccer Where do the best players in the world come to play baseball America. and basketball They come to the US Where do the best players in soccer go? We go to Europe, mm-hmm. so yeah. the United States MLS is losing their best talent year that's in and year out. Can't have all of them to Europe. So you're not going to attract that American audience because well, Americans, so we're want, at, Americans, we Americans.
2: Okay, we America, we're, aware. we're American. All the sports, they all have to
3: be here.
0: Since we're on sports, this actually, I almost forgot about this, Adam. What we have a fact checker of the day. Oh, I got, I got right. fact checked, and actually, this goes back a couple weeks to the episode we did it from Cravings. So I made a comment about how, Ben, are you a golf fan? Oh, you
3: have no you idea. You love golf?
0: I love golf. So I made a comment, and, and apparently I got fact-checked from our good friend, Mike Deloney, big fan of the show. Number but, one fan. Number one fan. He, he gave us reviews on iTunes. Yes, he did. He, he listens all Oh, man. So apparently I said I will never, ever watch the Masters
4: mm-hmm.
0: in Augusta National because... They do not allow women members in their country club. And apparently in 2013, Ooh. they allowed their first woman member. Didn't know that. I'm glad they have. Noted. Better late than never. Condoleezza, Condoleezza Rice. Rice. Condoleezza Rice. Condoleezza <laughs> Rice became the first member there. She doesn't really count. <laughs> she does. <laughs> I mean it's it, it, there's there's a couple. There's there's actually a handful now. Still. I just I they're a private club, they can do what they want, they can refuse service wherever they yeah. want to. I just don't have to agree with it. Yeah, golf is a not. terrible so, sport anyway. I love it's golf. It's so boring. Oh, it's hard really? to watch. It's hard to watch. Oh, I like man. playing golf. I'm bad at it, but it's fun driving Maybe it's just because I'm such a beer. sports
3: junkie. I love watching golf. Uh, I love watching baseball. I was a
0: George Carlin.
2: Every time he did a stand up, he'd always bash golf all the time. because He said, all that land is just wasted for hitting a ball and then chasing after a ball and looking for it and then hitting it again. <laughs> and it's like, all
1: right, go play <laughs> mini golf
2: and let's use that land for some productive purposes. I do love so, putt putt. I
1: so, do. Love- I George I Carlin. do love a pup, and I love George Carlin. Too. I love pup pup more than like regular golfing.
0: Pup what's more fun.
3: Oh man, I love regular. I'm I'm a golf
1: addict. Well, I I like driving in golf. I I don't <laughs> I don't like putting in golf it's though. One. I'm a, putting in real golf's not as much fun as pup. Though, I think it's the most relaxing
3: and most frustrating sport
1: well, at the same what time. Personality have. I see guys who fuck up a drive and snap their. Golf club Oh, I don't me. make that much money. <laughs> I've seen it. Too. When I, when I, I will work, likely I toss to my golf club course, to the side. When I used to work at the golf course, there's this guy that would come out crack a dawn, and he messed up on a shot. There goes the neighborhood. Yeah. Sports. Sports heavy Adam. It's it is heavy. it is pretty sports heavy. But That's fine. Where do you want to take us from we, here? We have Ben for a second show we can get entertainment. That's yeah, one. we can do whatever we want, guys. Um, Man, we I want think, think we need to do a douchebag. Bag.
3: I know more than just sports, so let's 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 get it going.
0: Douchebag it up. Let's bag it up. Yeah, we it's, can have a discussion. Look, look, my my D
3: bag is sports related, I will
0: say. Okay, that. oh that's fine. So, we do a segment on the show called the douche bag of the day where we nominate people who have just lately or always it doesn't matter, just been a complete douche. Yeah. We vote and you get nominated for douche of the day. So, let's let's get started Brandon. You want to do the douche of the day first? So, okay. Hit, hit who do you have nominated for douche of the day.
1: Okay. Martin Skiel Martin Schiel. Schiel. Who's, who's that? Okay, if you guys Schiel. you guys might have heard about this last week in news. This guy was part, he had a trust fund. He's only 30 years old. Turned it into a hedge fund. Bought the rights to this age drug that only costs $13 a pill. Overnight, literally overnight, rose the price of this pill from $13 to $750 per pill. Did you guys hear about this at I all? Did. I did. I, I didn't. Um, I missed it. That's just total asshole. Doesn't understand the severity of the decision. People who need this drug to live cannot right. afford it. That's business. Well, right. I just with read...
3: no respect to him, he does nothing different than pharmaceutical companies I do on yes. a daily I read, basis. I... But, but the
1: thing is, this one's like super important to people living and functioning every single day. I just read something so recently.
0: Chemo. Bernie Sanders came out and said, basically, that's one of the things that he wants to change if he becomes if and when he becomes president of the United States that in Great Britain, you can buy a drug for $0.66 cents a pill, but in the United States of America, it's $749 mm-hmm. for a pill. He says, he says, that makes no sense to me. Why? So that goes hand in hand with what you're saying, Brandon. So Martin Spiel. So what was the drug for? Do you have, do you have any idea?
1: Um, it was for AIDS and HIV. I don't know exactly yep. what it does, but if you do, if you, it's for managing it. And if you do not take it, you will die.
0: But didn't he change? Didn't he make the price go down?
1: Or um, he went mean? back to it, but only after people that he was associated with and had business ties to and other like things that he had going on cut ties with him, and he wants to get them back. They're like, no, you're an asshole. We're done with you. We're well, not going to do business with which you. Which also
3: makes no sense to me because it's because he's a singular person. Mm-hmm. They were able to do that. I'm glad people backed away from him. Yeah. He was, it was a corporation. But where's yeah. the rest of the outcry from all these big time pharmaceutical well, companies that do this on the daily? Like, no, it,
1: it, it even said it does happen all the time, but the thing is, the media got a hold of this one, and I'm glad they did, and it brought light to a problem. He's a douche. He really is. That's, I mean, that's no, a he, he's thing a, do. a douche. Yeah, I <laughs> no, But I'm
3: going to put up big pharmaceuticals, just douchebags in general with that guy. Did you guys I, I see disagree, some of this guy's yeah. pictures?
1: Just. Sweet, look at this one. Wow, there's like him. He's pretend look. typing. Look
0: what we gotta put some of this. these pictures up. Oh my gosh, he's he's giving finger guns, and these pictures.
1: Look, are he's, cool. he's wearing the same shirt I am wearing right now. He's wearing a like brand new t-shirt. Brand new. T-shirt.
3: T-shirt. Come out and say something about this guy.
1: Yeah, Brand New is one of my favorite bands, and the uh, pic. This is the picture the media has been using. Mm-hmm. And brand new was like, yeah, all all sales we make for the next few months are all going to age charities and everything. We don't want this guy tarnishing our band name. Good, for brand, sure. Good yes. for brand new. Good for brand new. that's but awesome. Guess
2: who blasted this guy? Donald <laughs> Trump. Apparently, he is <laughs> Adam's favorite. <laughs> Donald apparently, Trump blasted this guy. Apparently, he blasted him. The article says blasted by Donald Trump over the HIV drug type. Quoted, that guy is nothing. He's zero. He ought to be ashamed. <laughs>
1: Donald! It he, only, it from him first. he only raised
0: it $1,100. A I would have raised it 6000 because I'm the Donald and that's how I make money and I'm good at business and let me be president. Sorry. Adam, Adam, you like him. You like him. I, uh.
2: See, so you say it often enough that I think people are going to start to believe you at some point. But you like him! <laughs> I don't! I don't like him.
0: We, we made our predictions, and in in Brandon, you weren't here.
2: <laughs> We made our predictions. Now you're gonna twist my words around because we made our predictions and I said that I this is my prediction that Donald Trump will be the Republican candidate and either Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton. You said Hillary. I said Hillary, but I'm going back on it now and I'm going to say (laughs) Bernie Sanders. Uh But I said I would not be surprised if Donald Trump won. Knowing the way that America votes, I would not be surprised. I thought you picked
0: Donald to win the Republican. Hillary to win the general. I did say I okay. did say
2: that originally, but I'm. But I also said going back on your words. I like also said Adam, I also said that I. W- that's just the way America votes. I wouldn't be surprised if he won. We, I don't want him to win, but I wouldn't be surprised. Being
3: a year away from election, mm-hmm. I don't think Hillary or Bernie will win. I think a Republican is going to win the presidency. I don't think it's going to be Donald. Who else is the one? It's a long time the the away. one person who has. The backing, uh, people the support, the, the Republican too. establishment. This guy will be in it to the bitter end. I wonder if
0: he's going to pick who Muha It's going to be
3: Jeb Bush. Really? Jeb Bush is going to win the general,
0: co- His, just, Who's your pick right now? Jeb, the thing? From, from a pure politics
3: standpoint, studying politics and looking at the map and looking how general elections usually play out, Jeb Bush is the establishment Republican. His he's, father's
1: name is still a good name. He's
3: the guy that I just don't see losing an election. Uh, personally, my personal preference, I'm keen to say I like Marco Rubio or John Kasich to come, but I don't think either of those two guys are going to win. It's going to come down to Trump, I think, because he has the money to last, and it's going to come down to Jeb Bush because he has the Trump name. to Trump is last.
2: appealing to every single a lot of what Americans think, and if yeah, you like right. that, he's appealing. He yeah, says that's he I'm says saying. Mexicans, okay. you know, all Listen these me. Mexicans that are coming well, over, well, they're all you know, bad. They're taking people's Trump, jobs, they're all taking all I that stuff. I think
1: Trump is doing a good job at putting on blast what everyone is so upset about he exactly he has I no probably, idea how to solve he doesn't it care what about i love though it. is he's bringing all these problems to light but, but he doesn't know a lot of
3: but presidents he, have ever known how to solve hundred percent of problems but that's he, why but they the,
1: they is the best he, people in the world. he involved.
3: doesn't
2: care about the problems he just wants to put them on light and say that he, he if, wants to fix he wins, him he wants to fix him he's appealing to the american public to the
1: common man he wins, because all i can hear is ben's favorite line from star wars So this is how liberty dies? This is how liberty (laughs) dies
3: with thunderous applause. (laughs) (laughs) So, my my thing about Donald Trump. Take a look at the top three leading candidates in the Republican Party. And this just shows you so much how the American people have a disdain for politicians. Donald Trump, CEO of Trump Incorporated. Ben Carson, surgeon. Carly uh, Furiona, former Hewlett-Packard CEO. Then you have Jeb Bush career politician. Marco Rubio, young, career politician. John Kasich, governor of Ohio, career politician. And also, I think he worked at, like, uh, Lehman Brothers or uh, Merrill Lynch or something like that as a hedge fund manager or something like that. He has some business background. There is a total disdain and distrust for politicians in this country that I think the American public... I will not be surprised if Donald Trump wins the election. Yeah. I just don't... I don't want him to,
2: but... I I just
3: see Jeb Bush... And I know a lot of people are like, oh, Jeb Bush, oh, he already had his brother George in and his dad, and... Well, well he, to me, he just has the experience, the know-how, the fact that he's very middle of the road, the fact that he can get the Hispanic vote with of the his help wife? from of his wife. Right. I think that helps out a
0: lot. I agree with him well, on immigration. Yeah, I mean,
3: he's very smart on immigration. And Rubio, too. They're both good with immigration. Yeah, but... Well, Donald God. Trump's form for a... Build a bigger wall? Come <laughs> on,
2: man. <laughs> listen, listen. I, my, Does anybody I else have another
0: I future of like the game, day? Yeah, I, I Game I of
1: Thrones, like...
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what Donald Trump wants.
1: <laughs> can, you imag- can you imagine... Donald Trump, MP- went, Donald Trump be the Lannisters with his army. <laughs> Could you imagine NBC
3: airing a Apprentice White House edition?
0: Oh, my gosh.
3: <laughs> the cabinet. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, I, Secretary of State, you're You're fired.
0: Before we move on to douche here, I I, I want to do because the last episode we had Mike Muha on was good, very good, great great guest. He's a politician. He gave us his prediction. He said the Republican nominee was going to be Marco Rubio, Ooh. and the Democrat was going to be Hillary Clinton, and Hillary Clinton would win the general. Adam said, I already said what you said. Yeah. Don, Donald versus Hillary, Donald wins. I it, said it, it's too soon for
1: me to guess.
0: I was half kidding when I said because I said Donald Trump. Versus Bernie Sanders. I can't see Bernie. <laughs> and I said, I said, these nuts. These nuts.
1: These nuts. <laughs> nuts winning. Didn't we find out finally who was behind the D's nuts? Yeah, yeah we talked. Song, we, talked about it oh, we talked about it last episode. We talked about last episode. I
3: think Bernie's a good guy, and I think he's a well-hearted person. I, think I just he's don't too think. Old. I don't... Can I
0: repeat what I said last episode about Bernie? Because
3: right. right. I loved it. I, I don't. I don't think America's right. ready for somebody. Okay. Bernie Sanders. View. Bernie
0: Sanders is that girl that you date that is wonderful. She's amazing. She is perfect. You love her to death. But she's seventy-eight but years old. But you know, deep down inside, you are never going to marry her. Yeah. <laughs> that is Bernie Sanders in a nutshell. She, I she, love everything. She's that free about spirit. Yeah, you're just yeah. like. I said, you, oh, God, I don't know. You fucker, but you don't take her <laughs> home to mom. Like, I love everything about Bernie. I do. He is great. He's everything I've ever wanted. Everything he is not he, going to win. Just <laughs> like everything he says that he oh, wants geez. to do,
3: I'm
2: all for it and everything like that. The problem is, it's not going to happen. You know what you how you how Bernie it, Sanders
3: yeah. reminds me of? Just the way he talks, and it makes you feel good. It's like, yeah, we need that. But then you start thinking, you ever see the movie Campaign? His whole ideology reminds me of Rainbow Land. <laughs> something that doesn't exist
2: there's a big facebook movement uh hashtag uh, watch the world burn and it's spelled b-r-n it like i saw that i saw that hashtag i was reading, reading a political post on facebook and i saw that i was like i gotta go here and say this and it's nothing but republicans just bashing bernie sanders and after each
0: uh, after each comment it's like watch the world burn but uh i think i think hillary will win I think we will win the election. He's here's just, I used done to, a lot of bad TR
3: recently. I such part. a snake in the grass, man.
2: Well, here's the thing. I used to have this theory about uh, politics when it comes to voting for presidents and who's going to win. And if you look back, in the, like, past 20 or 30 years, it seems to run this course where you get one person of whatever political party is, a Republican, they go for two terms, no matter who is in uh, candidacy for the second term, they're going to go for two terms. And then after their two terms, the opposite party takes over, basically, for presidency. Now, we've had Obama for two terms... I wouldn't be surprised if a Republican won for the next two terms and then switch back... If Hillary... It's, 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 true, ba- uh-huh. it's
3: based solely off of what I viewed for like if the past 20, years. If, if Hillary Clinton, if Hillary Clinton, if Hillary Clinton wins do. the election, she'll be a one-term president. Really? really? Think, your, think, think one about term this. Lyndon, Lyndon Johnson, Jimmy Carter, one-term presidents. Nixon, Nixon was a one-term. George so, George H. Herbert Walker, Bush, one-term. one-term president. You got So you got... Reagan was a two-term. Reagan was two-term. One-term for... Walker, I don't know. You know, there. I just don't see the United States electing a Democrat for sixteen years, a Republican That's for sixteen years. That's what I mean. That's years. what I mean. Yeah. So if Hillary Clinton wins, four years, and I honestly see the part switching again,
1: and I don't think because Republicans have the the best argument too. Yeah, look. and
3: I I don't see a Democrat winning. I God, and it makes me, and I almost don't like to say that because you look at the Republican field, you just scratch your head like you have. Seriously, the Republicans, the, the Democrats are literally putting the election on a tee for them to not get out of the park, and they can't. It is there for the grabbing, and they refuse to There's do it. There's nobody really up there. Like no, The Republicans don't really have anybody.
2: Exactly. All they, have, all they really have is Trump, and they don't, GOP doesn't They got like Trump, Trump, a surgeon, and... <laughs> <you know? laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's all they have. And they don't even like Trump. The GOP hates Trump. And have you heard Ben Carson's speak? He's the
3: smartest Trump. dumb guy I've ever met. Like, heard speak in my life. Like, ben this Carson. Dude,
0: this dude, the smartest defied, this dude dumb doesn't, guy. doesn't
3: believe gravity exists. I don't believe. You know, some of the things this guy says. you're just Well, I've right. cut believe.
0: open a lot of kids' brains, and I never saw gravity in there Trump was, doesn't believe so. in global warming. <laughs> you know, they all look the same <laughs> on the inside. That was the creepiest
2: statement he's Trump ever made. Trump believes that global warming is, is a
1: conspiracy by the Chinese. That's what he believes. As sad as it is, I don't think Ben Carson will win. Just I, I don't think America will let two black presidents happen in a row. Brandon!
0: I feel like, I hope
1: as a country I, we've moved past that. I, I would like to think so. I just don't think so, though.
0: So, Brandon, what's your pick? Who's going to win the Republican nomination? Who's going to win the Democrat? And who's winning the general? We're, we're over your way. Bear in mind! Obviously Bear in mind!
2: Can. Who you think is going to win isn't necessarily who you're going to vote for. Scott seems to like to turn around thinking I'm going to vote for Trump, even <laughs> though I said I think he's going to win. No, I'm just I, saying. I, I,
0: I think you're a closet Trump fan. I'm just okay, saying. Okay, you're,
1: you're in board for these these nuts, then, huh? <laughs> these nuts. Yeah, i vote for these? Um, nuts. I really like the guy. Um, a lot of the youth like this guy. I'm going to pick Chris Christie.
3: Wow, I, that's a dark horse. Yeah, very much exactly. a dark horse. We'll, we'll see what happens. See I like I like Marco. I can see Marco. I Chris Christie you you told me last year, you told me two four years ago Chris Christie'd be president. I'd be like, Well, I get behind that. He can't get past this whole bridge thing, man. It is following him wherever dude, he goes.
0: I I just can't I'm sorry, the dude is a hothead. He's a bully. Have you watched his town halls so in New Donald. Jersey? So it's is New Donald. Jersey. It's New Jersey. But this man's going to have the finger. He's going to have his finger on the button. Is there a button? Is there an actual button that wants uh, to- Okay, okay, Donald Trump or Chris Christie? Who it has do you want? to be a button? There has do to I want out of Donald Trump or Chris Christie? Pass? <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me, let, I'm going to ask you a question.
3: I'm going to ask you a question. Donald, Donald Trump, yes or no, that he has said something that secretly. You're not going to say it out loud, but you're like.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's been one. Uh, I'm listening, dog. You know, because he, he, well, he, ta- he talks a lot. He little, says he
2: things that, that us as literally people b-
1: don't want to say anymore. He any talks one, a know?
2: big game, though, but he, he doesn't have any solutions for it. His exactly.
1: biggest his solution, solutions are bullshit. No, his
2: biggest, solution, so, his biggest solutions are, oh, I'm going to be the greatest job creator in this entire country. And they're like, okay, how are you going to do it? Well, I'm a genius. I, they, they use me for my genius. I'm a ge- that's how I'm going to do it. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about?
1: You're going to be so
3: tired of winning.
1: <laughs> yeah exactly All country's I, I, gonna be winners. I'm picking, the I'm not picking who I think well I'm picking who I want for each, so that's why I picked Chris Christie. I'm gonna pick Bernie Sanders just because I want to give somebody who's promising us heaven. I want to give him the chance to see if it's even possible, which I don't really have good hopes, but <laughs> I, I wanna say we tried.
3: So people forget that the president <laughs> can only do so much. Right. Now Bernie yeah, Sanders exactly. won't be able to accomplish no. anything because he's gonna be in a republic for the first two years of his He's gonna. The the Republicans are probably still gonna hold the House or the Senate.
0: I say the Supreme Court's gonna be big. I think if a Democrat does win for the next eight years, there's gonna be some Republican or conservative justices not gonna make it. Well, how could
3: Ruth Bader Ginsburg? How long is she gonna last?
0: She should have went out. (laughs) She should be going out now under a bomb. Which,
3: which, which has taken off a lot of Democrats. Why she she's won't? She's not. Yeah. She's not leaving. She should already have the ball rolling on that. Since yeah. The last year. Because she's she, not. They're not guaranteed. To have, a Republican goes in. I don't think. You know, I don't like to say this about people. I don't think Ruth Bader Ginsburg's going to make it through another president. Alive.
0: <laughs> <A> <laughs> she's not quite. She's not the old Scalia. Isn't he? I don't know,
3: but I just look at Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and she's like, She fell you know, asleep, fell asleep, asleep last, uh, State the State
0: of the
1: Union. You know, she's that's old. That's like Ted Kennedy. Teddy. So, I loved him. Stick. I
0: met I him I shook his hand. Love Ted Kennedy. Jackie has her picture with him. I was with her when <laughs> we did that. Yeah. I,
3: I don't think we're getting a very good president regardless of who we elect. It doesn't matter. It, I really it feel matter. We need to afraid. go uh,
1: Futurama style and put their heads in jars. Now, I will
3: feel happy if Marco Rubio... The only reason I will say this about Marco Rubio and why he's so interesting is his youthfulness. And I know we said that the same thing about Barack Obama.
1: He said some really dumb things during his Joe debate. Biden, baby. Oh my oh, God! God. Joe Biden.
3: Oh, Joe the Biden, goofiest dude. man in America for president. Joe Biden. Biden. Have you guys have, you guys? have you guys seen? Oh, I can't, can't. I can't. I could. I
1: can't. <laughs> that's that's why his uh. His slogan. I can get behind Biden. I can get behind Biden. Biden. <laughs> like a shoulder
3: strike. <laughs> I don't, I don't, think, they, I don't think Joe
1: Biden has it in Come the
3: Come on, mind, you though. can get behind me. Losing
2: these two are Biden. I want that companies. bumper sticker.
0: I want that
1: <laughs> button. And it's just a group of people on a shirt. Now, yeah.
0: if, if
3: Joe runs... Why not?
1: Have he- you guys seen that meme where it's like... It, Tons of photos where it's Joe Biden whispering into people's ears. And they <laughs> look so scared. Like, you have no idea what wh- He's a whispering. close talker.
0: He's a close talker. He's, yeah. I,
2: I, I used to, uh, when I worked back at Eaton Park, one of the managers there, he was a serious close talker. And every t- single time he had to uh, tell me something, okay, he amazing. would get this close to my face. Close talker. Right up here to like my say. face. Like, I could feel his breath. Yeah. <laughs> It's so yeah, exactly creepy. like that. I could feel this dude's breath on my face, and I'm like, dude, back <laughs>
3: the fuck up, seriously. Talking, yeah. Joe, Joe Biden, God, he's like that uncle that you hate to tell people he's that you have. He's a drunk uncle. like, <laughs> oh my god, was, so like, this is my uncle Joe, a while.
0: This, this is my uncle Joe. Could he, is it fair to call him the Democrat Donald Trump? I mean... I don't know if that exists. No, I, <laughs> I mean, think he makes more sense. They no, build, Joe Biden makes no sense. Just wait for the man to talk. I'll to tell him. you something that Donald Trump and Joe Biden have in common is they don't give a fuck. They say whatever That's just the what hell happens they when they get old though. to say. Well, look at Bernie. Dude's a hundred. Says whatever he wants to say, yeah. as goofy as it may sound. Well, like I
1: can, I, I like can picture the personality that Bernie had when he was younger, just like so, like quiet, closed off. I forget, Brandon.
0: It, who did you nominate for douche of the day? What's the guy's
1: name? Martin Skiel. Martin Skeel. Martin Skeel. <laughs> All
0: right, we can, go polyte- <laughs> we, can go, we can go deep in politics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Deep. I got my douche of the day. Ben, we who's we your douche of the day? My
3: douche of the day is because I'm such a huge Cavs fan. Tristan Thompson is my douche they of the signed day. signed
0: him yet? Nope. I thought they did. No, he's
3: a
1: holdout. Didn't he have a did,
3: midnight deadline? Uh, to sign his quali- one-year qualifying offer, and he did not sign it.
1: So now he's officially a holdout. Do they need him? No, that's the thing. He thinks that he's, like, a a, a star. uh, He's great, but, like, he isn't the face of the Cavs whatsoever. It's what he does. Okay,
3: if I told you that I'm going to pay you $94 million over five years, what do you think you should be averaging stat-wise as a power forward? Good numbers. Good numbers. What if I told you your stats are eight boards and eight points a game? Those aren't good numbers. And you want $94 million over five years. Yeah. Well, I want what he's on. Like, I really do. I want to know what world. Tristan Thompson is living in the same world Bernie
0: Sanders is living in. Could he get that money someplace else? Not a like, chance. Like, why wouldn't you just. Like, I don't exactly. see that ever why happening. Exactly. Why does
1: he think he's such an essential part of the Cavs? Why not just be okay with being on one of the best teams in the league?
3: That's what I don't get. It's the business of sports, and it can get downright hmm. dirty and he's rotten. He's being stingy. It's stingy, it is. Yeah, they, offered him, they offered him five years $80 million. He wants that extra $14 million. Like that's eighty million dollars. Holy shit! Like
0: that's for a date
2: night guy,
3: I'd be like, "You eighty
2: million for five years?
3: Sign right here now!" Sign
2: do you right blame now. him Let's though?
0: Because it. it's the nature of the beast. He's not <sighs> look. I am all
3: four players getting their money.
0: Everyone like I, I'm okay. So
1: if you can go back, would you go back with your other Mike Miller instead of Tristan Thompson? I would not. No, give me no. Tristan Thompson. Mac Miller. Um. Here. Here's
3: here's my thing. I'm. I'm all. I'm all four players getting paid. Um, I say that, people go, oh, I can't believe you're for these players making millions and millions of dollars. Well, you know what? They're employed by bi- billionaires making billions and billions of dollars. So, hey, you know what? You want a piece of your pie? Go get it. Uh, at the same time, don't overvalue yourself. Yeah. Don't do what J.R. Smith did and opt out of $8 million and then realize, oh, I'm only worth 6 <laughs>
1: Yeah. And
3: then sign for a two-year $12 million deal. Um, with Tristan, dude, the longer you hold out, your price is dropping for the following year. So, if I was him and I wanted that max contract, you know what I would have done? Was would that one-year qualifying offer, I would have played my ass off, and I would have went into free agency as an unrestricted free agent and have all 30 teams.
1: Yeah, he's a douche. We're just thinking he's hot okay, shit. Okay, so he's a douche.
0: Douche! I want to give my nomination and... We're running. We're running short on time here, Adam. Yeah, so, so, but I, I'm afraid that my douche nomination could spark a, a whole big controversy. I am nominating for my douche of the day, the National Rifle Association, the NRA. Oh god! Ooh, just, just recently, there were there we had another another shooting, another mass shooting. Yes. And um, that's a terrible, terrible thing. It. It is a common thing in this country. Apparently, like we can't yeah. go, we can't go a couple months without having one somewhere where some idiot with a gun shoots a place up. Now, now let me just say, I, I support the Second Amendment. I do. I'm not. I'm Fyd not, is not anti-gun. We're not anti-gun. I am anti-crazy people having guns. And and we yes. Fyd guess... is
2: all for extensive background checks for these people to get their guns. Down.
0: I'm every. We're all normal people here. If 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 Ben or Brandon or Adam, if you guys want to own a gun, f- great. I don't you guys aren't going to go shoot up a school. I'm fine with you having a gun. I trust you guys with a gun. It's the crazy fucking people who get guns so damn easy in this country that I don't want to have them. So all I ask is until the next school, mall, movie theater, whatever gets shot up, can we talk? Can we have dialogue? Can we say what can we do to make to make this place well you And know the, the NRA goes absolutely bananas because
2: Well you know well you know what all gun supporters say uh, and we know one person individual who would say it uh, the problem be solved if everybody had a gun. No. I don't buy into that. I don't I probably saw it. If everybody had a gun, then we'd all be not safe. Not everybody wants to own a gun
1: though, that's the thing.
3: If not everybody wants to do drugs either. That's my thing about guns. Guns and drugs to me are very similar.
0: They're both vices. Let's per- call a person, them that.
3: person a Matt. person if you can you can do a war on drugs, you can make you, you can do any deterrent you want for people to not do drugs. If you really want to do drugs, you will find a way to go find drugs. Yeah. If you were in a state of mind where you want to commit harm On mass amounts of people, you will find a way to commit harm on mass amounts of people. And I understand that you want to make it harder for these people to get guns. And I want to make it harder for people to get drugs, too. But if
1: you super... Make well, guns like really illegal and hard to get. It'll rise, raise the price of guns. See, the here's black the problem. A use... like in Australia, it's forty thousand dollars for a gun on the black market. If you can afford forty thousand dollars for a gun, it's on the not black a, market, chances
0: are you're not a crazy person. Yeah, you're not a crazy person. If you have forty thousand dollars in the That's bank, the you can blow on a well, gun. One of, one of the biggest you're problems not, we had, not, had not I don't, not. I
3: don't, know if I don't problem. agree with that statement either, Brandon. Because it's a fact, though. No, it's not.
1: That it, is exactly what happens in Australia.
3: That in Australia, you start making guns harder to get legally in America. It is going to be so easy and so cheap to get them
0: illegally on the streets. People See, run stop signs. Should we just get rid of stop signs because people run them? No. Well, people will break the law. Yes, bad guys will still find a There's, way to get but guns. There are, there are so ways we should to just say, about fine, it, take to guns because you're going to get them anyway. There are
2: ways to go about it to make it harder for these people to get uh, guns. I can't remember if this got changed, uh, but I know there was an article a couple years ago where there was a big thing where... Uh, uh, they start. They wanted basically gun stores stuff like that to start cataloging, and they wanted people to uh, officials to go in there and help catalog and stuff like that so they knew what their inventory was, and a lot of gun stores didn't like it. They didn't want them going in there and, and violating their freedoms, quote-unquote, when a lot of them were actually taking the guns and selling them out the back door, right. basically. Taking them off the inventory and selling them out the back door so they can bypass that whole bullshit of background yeah, check and, and everything and, you like know, that. I'm mixed, I'm mixed I'll, on I'll tell this issue. You, I'll tell you
1: a way to – Piece both sides of the thing There's technology We have it on our iPhones That you Use your thumb To unlock your iPhone They can incorporate This technology They've done it with some guns Make every gun Only function With the owner of the gun That way The person that owns the gun We're gonna got judge their background. this Is
2: that
3: what we're gonna do Judge dread this The technology's
2: out there But they're <laughs> <it's> Judge <just, it's laughs> I,
1: I will go On
3: the record I am a gun owner That's fine I Would you be okay With only
1: you being able To use your guns
3: Here's Here's my thing about guns <laughs> I, I use my guns to hunt. I, in the state of Ohio, my shotgun cannot hold more than three shells. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't own a sidearm. I, which, I think I think in this country, we need to have magazine limits.
0: Right, um, I agree. I
3: think sidearms for personal use should only be six shots.
2: I agree. Do you agree that private um, gun, owners, gun owners should be allowed to have automatic weapons? I do not. I do not believe
3: that I civilians agree. need yes. to be militarized. I, I agree. don't understand that, and I, I, I hear them when they're they say, I'm doing, the, "I'm doing this to protect me from my own country." They're arming for the revolution. What? <laughs> That's what they're
2: doing. Your AR
3: 15 is
0: not going to stop that I, I drone hate. from dropping weapons grade plutonium on your drones, head. These guys have drones
2: have shoot missiles from. Oh, no, sorry. I know. I don't think Americans need to be
1: armored to the teeth. I hate that. Is the Constitution and the amendments.
2: Here's the thing about that there were plenty of stuff in the that was in the constitution
1: uh, that yeah, you know well, exactly. Bill of Rights
2: so there's plenty of stuff in there we've amended in the future to their right arms because
1: for... we didn't have an army we needed a militia and also try going on a massacre with a single shot rifle that you have to hold them between your legs pour the gunpowder in. It load. was also
3: a young country at that time, too, yes. and they wanted the people. Yeah. They
1: had no idea exactly. what so, this nation would be. So, so they wanted the people to be able to overthrow right, but now government. know.
2: but now we know, though. Yeah, now, now we, we know. know. So we can make an amendment to
3: amend that slightly. We can no automatic way. weapon. Get rid of automatic weapons. Exactly. Um, I, I don't need... Anyone that ever looks me in the me and says, yeah, I'm, I've got my M-16, I'm going to take a deer hunt. No, you're not! You're what
2: like, the fuck are you doing with M-16? I'm
1: not even impressed.
3: Like, that's
2: spray and pray. I like, see it do you know, here.
3: What are you doing? Ah, take, just hey, just why sweep do people, it back and forth. Oh, but them? it's so fun. Have you ever shot an M60? Don't have a desire to. You know what that gun was made for? The gun was made to solely kill humans. That gun was not made to hunt. That gun's intention is... You look at shotguns. Shotguns, they're marketed towards hunters. At least, mm-hmm. you know, twelve. You know nothing that's sought off. Which, those should be outlawed as well.
1: Yeah, but You can't really outlaw them because you can make them.
3: You start manufacturing. you do that's against the law. Yeah.
0: So so Adam, what you said uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish up with this. The NRA once... they 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 claim more people have guns than you could stop the bad guy with people guns. like people they're like saying the it they're saying it because more people buying guns puts more money in their pocket. Yeah. They're a special interest group. That's what they're, they're after are. more money. They, they because gun of right this their problem. I think they're douchey. Yeah. I think they're douchey. And, and every time somebody gets shot up at something... They don't even allow the discussion. I'm not saying we come door to door and take people's guns away. I'm That's all what, for hunting. I'm all for having a pistol to protect yourself. I don't think we should have I remember conversations or
2: crazy with people weapons. I know, people I know. He said when Obama wanted to start talking about uh, you know, making guns harder and stuff like that for people to get, everybody was saying who were hardcore opponents that hate Obama, they're going to come take our guns. They're going to come door to door and take our guns. I want to have but the discussion. Shut
0: them. What? I want to open up a dialogue. How can we make... Make this better, That's and all I want to do. Like Sarah I, Potter, I won't let second, us do this. Here's
3: what I would do: if I, I would implement something that says, "All right, you have your automatic weapons now. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ask you to get rid of this. What I will say is, from now on, it is illegal to purchase automatic weapons, military grade weapon, ammunition. It is illegal to purchase any magazine that is higher than six. Shotguns." Cross the board can only have three shots in them at all times. So you then, tell manufacturers, plug them. Every shotgun is put in with a belt and plug for three shots. Then and
2: you they, get people like Sarah Palin that are going to jump up and be like, they're taking our rights away. These are against our rights. We have a right to own these things. Blah, Sarah blah, Palin. blah, blah. What yeah, an, which what is an, an idiot. The fact what an, an idiot. Blood. How
3: How many more people have to die before we get serious about the problem?
1: Well, not even like... You know, guns are one issue of the problem, but there's a real core psychological problem.
3: Yeah. You're absolutely right, Brandon. Yeah. There is a dire well, need for. Effects. We need. Yeah, not right. only do we got to get serious about guns, we got to there, get serious about mental health yeah, in this
1: country. Some, absolutely. Yeah, there's absolutely. something in our society. Could not agree more. There's something in our society that's forcing people to do these shootings, and we're not getting to the core of the problem. Anytime you ever talk to anybody from another country ban- and everything like that, that, I mean, yeah, and I they, agree, they talk about these kind of events like
2: fucking America's crazy. Like, holy shit. Yeah. We need
1: gun control, but that. That's a Band-Aid problem to the shootings. That's not solving the problem.
2: No, but it's a stepping stone to yeah. get to a solution. Well, we're running low on
1: time, yes, guys. Yes, we are. We, so, we are running low on time.
0: So we, we have nominated... Oh, my God. I forget. What the tel- Martin Skiel. Martin Skiel. Martin Skiel. Martin Skiel. Tristan Tom, Trom- Tristan Thompson. Thompson. I almost said Thomas. Thompson.
3: Who's probably a really nice guy, and I'm just saying that because I'm just his I,
1: agents are probably forced. I want this guy knows, to be dude. back
3: here. I want to see the Cavs win a championship. So, Tristan, let's the get the NRA. This Adam,
0: do you have anybody? Uh, no, I do not. Not this time. Okay, not so we have we have three the National Rifle Association. Okay, Adam, since you don't have one,
2: I got to vote. You got to
0: vote first. All right, I feel very strongly
2: about the NRA thing. But I'm gonna go with Martin
1: Schiel. I'm gonna go with Martin
0: Schiel. Ben,
1: who you got? Schiel. Brandon. I'm going Sch-keel.
0: That's all of us. Martin Schiel. Come on. Because how he's... much? How, how much money is he charging for bills? Seven
1: hundred fifty dollars. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. A jump from thirteen dollars to Thir- seven hundred and fifty.
0: Martin Schiel. Overnight.
1: Wait. Imagine picking up your prescription the next day, finding out seven hundred fifty. Martin
0: Schiel. You are the douche of the day. In our social media, I'm going to use the picture where he's wearing the brand new shirt. <laughs> Brandon, we should get a picture of Brandon. <laughs> me holding you your cat with the Completely recreate his photo. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do that. So we'll post them side by side. Martin Skiel, you are the douche of the day. So, um, hey, that was that was good. Um, that ben, was good hey, thanks for joining us. I, I think we're going to have you on for um, more. Yeah, we'll see. we'll see what we can do. Um, so what if somebody wants to you're, – you're working now. You give yourself a plug. Come on.
3: Well, I uh, you can follow me at Twitter, which needs to be changed. I'm at Ben underscore WZIP. Um, go on, on there. Side. Follow me and get all things and everything. You know, I love talking about sports. Uh, it was getting ripped on yesterday. It was funny. Um, I tweeted out at the beginning of the baseball season that the Rangers were going to finish in last place. My phone started blowing up last night from people in Texas telling me, oh, what, how wrong were you that the Rangers were going to finish in last place? Ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, yeah, this is why I don't gamble, guys. I mean, come right. on. So in
0: sports. We have fun. Real quick, um, who's winning the World Series? Two! Don't say Cardinals. Going to get this one wrong. Don't say Cardinals. You're going to say Cardinals, aren't i say Cardinals. I, say Cardinals. I like I the Cardinals. It. I have a bad feeling. I think the Cardinals are going to win, too. Okay. <laughs> you talk about one of the
3: most established teams in baseball and not only sports. Man, they don't go yeah, away. They, they lose.
0: They're awesome. They don't. Well, hey, thanks for being here. Scott,
2: if yep. they want to get old to FYD, where do they got to go?
3: Well, give me your number, can. Adam. Um,
0: not, <laughs> Adam, not, you, not you can like go to Adam, call Adam on his cell phone <laughs> any time of the day. But uh, you can also email us. For your distraction, one word. Yes. At gmail.com. You can tweet us at podcastfyd. One word. One word. One word. Or you can search us on Facebook. We have a lovely Facebook page. Just search for your distraction. Like us there. Three words. That's three words, yes. We are on iTunes. (laughs) And we're on SoundCloud, don't forget. We are on SoundCloud. So come on over there. Listen to our shows there. Listen to some of our older shows. You know, that, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Brandon, it's great to have you back. I, I feel whole again.
1: <laughs> I'm glad to be back. Yeah.
0: So, all right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Brandon, would you like to take us out?
1: Trump has AIDS.
4: Everyone has AIDS.